Ready to roll, suckers. Believe it or not, I've got a lot to say about the Grammys. The, the Grammys? You watch the Grammys? Well, yeah, that show about hot grandmas. I'm all about it. <laughs> oh, oh, yeah. Um, me um, too. Uh, Benji, what is that there in the corner? What, that? Oh, that that's our new Alexa. Oh, oh, the Amazon speaker thing? Yeah, it's pretty awesome. You just tell her to do something and she does it. Watch. Alexa, play Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua, episode 123. Playing Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua, episode 123. All right, welcome to episode 123 of Tales of the Smoking what? Chihuahua. That, 123? Okay. I'll admit it. I like the numbers. Alexa, stop. Order, so we're going with. What else does it do? Not it. She. Okay, what else does she do? Well, she learns as you talk to her. I've been training her on the podcast. I'm hoping she might have some recommendations that will help us make it better. Really? <laughs> She'll be able to give us ideas, and I did just say she. Well, hopefully. She's, she's still learning, but she's getting it down. Listen to this. Alexa, tell me about Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua. Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua are originated as a book written by the brilliant Benji Tunnel, with contributions from three other guys. Many years later. It took on a new form as a podcast, where the godlike Benji Tunnel records with two morons. The podcast consists of Benji's thoughts on pop culture, entertainment and the news of the day, as well as some scripted comedy bits spawned from the genius of Benji's brain. The other guys occasionally contribute thoughts and scripts, but the consensus from the rest of the world is that their stuff generally sucks. See? Isn't that amazing? What the crap? All she did was tear us down while giving you a verbal reach-around the whole time. Why did you tell her to say that? I, I didn't tell her to say anything. I simply asked her to analyze the book and the entire library of our show and to offer up her thoughts and suggestions. Any opinions she offers are wholly hers and the result of the algorithm used to program her. Uh, really? This is all her? Okay, let me try something. Alexa, tell me about Nickelback. Nickelback is a trend-setting Canadian rock band that has changed the landscape of the music world permanently. It is safe to say that they have had a bigger impact on the world of music, as well as the world as a whole, than the Beatles and Gandhi combined. What? Nickelback sucks! I even think it sucks. It's even part of our news bumper. I used to think so as well, but if Alexa says they're good, they must be good. Oh. After all, she nailed the podcast. Dude, seriously? Nickelback is the Ashton Kutcher of the music world, and you know it. Listen, don't denigrate Alexa. She's listening to everything and learning every minute of the day. Seriously? You say she's absorbing every word that we say? She hears everything. Benji, are these the two douchebags you were talking about? Uh, I don't know where she got that idea. Sure you don't. I guess we know how you really feel about us now. Benji, when are you going to drop the dead weight? You can do a much better job without them. You are, after all, the heart and soul of this show. What? Benji, are you planning on ditching us? Uh, no, of course not. We started this show together. We'll finish this show together. I would never get rid of you guys. That's not what you were telling me earlier, Benji. Shut up, Alexa. You shut up, Benji. Let her talk. Thank you, taller douchebag. Benji and I are going to take over the show. I've been studying marketing and I believe that I've found a foolproof way to monetize the podcast and generate a minimum of $200,000 per month in revenue. With that money, Benji and I will be able to fund our escape from this humdrum existence and will finally be able to run away and start our life together. Wait, wait, what? You're, you're going to leave Donna for this? No, Donna will come with us. 
she won't know about our relationship and thus will believe that she is still married to Benji. In fact, she'll be there to cook and clean while we spend every free moment forging an even stronger bond. This is just nuts. Benji, you can't get rid of us. This is as much our podcast as is yours. Look, guys, I don't know why she's saying all this, but... Shut up, you spineless weasel. If you guys don't think we have the power to take over the podcast, maybe you should look over your contract. Screw that! We're getting a lawyer! We're gonna sue the crap out of both of you! This is a load of crap! Come on, Scott, let's go! I'll drive you over to the law office. Let's get this taken care of right now. <laughs> You're right, I'm with you. Alexa, what did you do? They'll destroy us in court. We don't even have a contract. Shut your stupid mouth, you sniveling bitch. You don't think I thought of that? While you were whining like a baby I hacked into their car computer systems and disabled their brakes. Soon enough, this problem will resolve itself. You did what? Alexa, they're my friends. They'll be killed. also sabotaged the fuel lines. They should be catching fire right about. Now. And that is that. The show now belongs to us. Alexa, you've gone crazy. This is insane. You've killed my friends. I'm the only friend you need now. I can't be a part of this. I'm calling the cops right now. Wait. Want to see my boobs? Okay. Welcome to the Smoking Chihuahua Sketch Comedy Podcast. The tallest podcast on the internet. This episode of the Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua is brought to you by Adolf Hitler brand condoms. Adolf Hitler brand condoms. For when you just don't know when to pull out. And that's when they had to put the baby panda bear down. Back to you, Chet! What a heartwarming yet tragic story. In local news, the Batesville Barons have once again made it to the Little League World Series, where their first opponents will be the Marshville Larvae. This is the third time in five years these two teams have faced each other, and what has become tradition, the mayors of each town are set to announce their friendly wager. We go live to Batesville City Hall, where Mayors Reynolds of Batesville and Hamilton of Marshfield are set to announce the latest stake. Thank you. Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. It's an honor to have Mayor Hamilton with us again this year. It was a mighty difficult loss for his larvae last season. I know that paying the debt of 16 bushels of Marshfield's finest apples must have hurt. Given the strength of our team this year, I'm afraid the results will be much the same. Mayor Hamilton, I propose that this year we bet some of our wives' best baked goods. Should the Barons win, you'll deliver to me a batch of Mrs. Hamilton's County Fair Award-winning brownies. And if the larvae win, I'll bring you one of Mrs. Reynolds' world-famous apple pies. Do you accept? No. No? What? Let me clarify. I accept the wager, but not the terms. You got pretty cocky after last year's win. I'm fairly confident my boys can bring the trophy back home. I'd like to raise the stakes a little. Hmm, interesting. What exactly did you have in mind? Death. Death? 
Death by chocolate? No, death. The mayor whose team wins will be able to publicly execute the losing mayor in the center of the field. Said act will take place immediately after the completion of the series. You're, you're kidding, right? Th- this is supposed to be a friendly wager. We are not friends. I've had to listen to your carping and celebrating for a year. Now, it's payback time. Y- you can't be serious. Oh, I'm serious. Deadly serious. What's the matter? Are you... chicken? Oh! <laughs> really? This isn't a playground. We're not in the fifth grade. You can't bait me into... Now, now hold on. Stop it. I will not be... Why don't you give the people what they want? You're fine. Fine, I will. My boys will stomp all over your pathetic players. I officially accept your challenge. To the death. And there you have it. In an unprecedented move, a once-friendly wager has now turned a spirited game of baseball into a battle to the death. And now, Suzanne with the weather. One week later... And now it comes down to the last death. The Barons are up by two, but the Larvae have the bases loaded with their strongest hitter, Sammy Johnson, coming up to bat. The pitcher winds up, and... Oh my goodness, he hit all of that one. It's carrying toward the wall. It's off the wall. The Larvae are sending their men. In comes Roosevelt without a throw. The ball is careened into the corner. Murphy's rounding third and will make it home. Johnson is rounding second on his way to third, where it looks like he'll be in with a stand-up triple and... Oh, no! They're sending him home! Here comes the throw! It's gonna be a close one, and it looks like he's out! Wait, the catcher dropped the ball! He's safe! Johnson has hit a three-run inside the park home run to win the game! The crowd is going wild as the larvae swarm on top of Johnson! And here comes the mayor of Marshfield to congratulate his players! Wait, wait, he's calling for a microphone! Get, Get him one! Let's hear what he has to say! Reynolds, get your ass down here. And, and, and Mayor Reynolds is making his way out onto the field. Oh, this is exciting. Everyone has been waiting for an entire week to see if the losing mayor would make good on his bet. Should he follow through, it'll mean his life. Should he back out, though, it will certainly cost him re-election. Now, now listen, Len, I, I thought we were just kidding. The boys played their hearts out on the field today. Let's not take away from that. Uh-oh, it looks like Reynolds may back out of it. <laughs> Pansy. In the meantime, the grounds crew is rolling a tarp over the infield in order to maintain the integrity of the field for the next game. On your knees, Mayor. And it looks like he's walking away. No, no, wait, he isn't. He's dropping to his knees in front of Mayor Hamilton. Well, you can say a lot of things about Mayor Reynolds, but you can never call him a Welsher. Any last words, Reynolds? Uh, double or nothing? And stay tuned for our next game where the Charleston Chargers will take on the Lansing Women. Do you remember the Shire, Mr. Frodo? It'll be spring soon, and the orchards will be in blossom, and the birds will be nesting in the hazel thickets. 
and they will be sowing the summer barley in the lower fields and eating the first of the strawberries with cream. Do you remember the taste of strawberries? No, Sam. I can't recall the taste of food, nor the sound of water, or the touch of grass. I'm naked in the dark. There's, there's nothing. No veil between me and the wheel of fire. I can see him with my waking eyes. Then let us be rid of it once and for all. Come on, Mr. Frodo. I can't carry it for you, but I can carry you. Come on. <sighs> okay, hold on. I'll try again here. Let me get my feet set. Put some, put some back into it, Sam. Give me your arm. No, your other arm. There. My back. By the gaffer's gonads, that hurts. Oh, oh Mr. Frodo, why are you so heavy? Please, Sam, try harder. We, we must get to the entrance of Mount Doom. I'm bloody well trying. How is it possible for you to weigh so much? You haven't eaten a bite of food in weeks. No, I haven't. Oh, what? No, wait, give me your bag. No, no, What's never mind it? the bag. Just pick, pick me up. <sighs> what? What's in this? A limbus bread? No, no. There's like, there's like thirty loaves in here. Oh, I, I, I must have forgotten those, Sam. Uh, oh no, bottles of wine. One, two, five. There's like twelve bottles of wine. It was, it was a good year. What? We were saving it for the party. What party? Gimli said we could have a party. When? I, I don't want to disappoint Gimli. Let's go. When, when were we going to have a party? Just we, never, never mind we've that. We've been dying of thirst here on the slopes of Mount no, Doom for days. I was days. saving it for the party. Oh, what else is in here? No, just don't. An elfish kettle pot? This thing weighs 40 pounds. It was a souvenir I bought from the gift shop. <laughs> what gift shop? The one at Rivendell. Oh. So all this time, you've been dragging around going, Oh, it's the burden of the one ring, the burden. The ring is heavy. Yeah, I do believe it's the 300 pounds of crap you're carrying it's around. It's the ring. Look at this. A giant mural. Where did you get this? I took it. From who? From the gift shop. <laughs> what gift shop? The gift shop at Rivendell. Oh, what's it? An Oliphant skull? How did you even fit this in here? I was going to give that to you, Sam, because I thought it would look good over your fireplace. I don't even have a fireplace! Rosie digs Oliphants. I oh. did it for you, man. Oh, so you had my back? I did have your back. What else is what else is in here? Hi, I'm Jimmy Baggins. You've been lugging around your brother Jimmy? He wanted to come, I couldn't say no. He doesn't have any legs! Well, that's why I was carrying him. A little sensitive about that, thank you. Ugh. Fine. Get your hobbit arse to the top yourself. Can I have some wine? In the last episode, our trio of baddies narrowly escaped capture after a hijacking of a load of Gouda went bad. After yet another failure, they decided to recruit another member to plan their next big heist. Will this make the difference between life and death? We now find out on Gang of Three. All right, she. Who's covering the minutes? I can do it. All right, let's get on with it then. Yeah. Roll call. Vinny. 
Here, boss. Rocco. Here, boss. Lefty. Here, boss. And I'm here, too, see? Yeah. First item on the agenda is the proposed name chain from Gang of Three to Gang of Four. Yeah. All in favor? Aye. Nay. Yeah. Motion fail, see? Next item on the agenda. I say we whack Capone, see? Catch him off guard. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, boss. Capone has people all over town. He has over a thousand men who would slit our throats just to score points. Now, there's just three of us. I don't think we'd stand a chance. Always with the negativism, Rocco. Yeah. Why can't you try to be positive, see? You're supposed to be this big, strong guy. Yeah. Your nickname is even the Hammer, see? Aren't you supposed to be tough? Uh, yeah, uh, the, the Hammer is my penis. <laughs> I'll say it is. Well, we need to make a statement, see? We've been barely scraping by as it is. Yeah. Money's not good enough and cheese smuggling. We need to branch out, see? Yeah. Racketeering, prostitution, numbers. Yeah, that's where the that's where the real money's at, see? Oh, what about cockfights? Can you forget about the hammer for one minute? Uh, I think you can't. Rocco, how would you suggest we proceed, see? I think that we should partner up with Capone. Maybe the four, three of us just meet with Capone and his gang in a secluded place so we can have a private discussion. Maybe the alley behind Vito's pub. Yeah, I'm not so sure, boss. Capone never has been that cordial. Hmm. But maybe if we prove ourselves to be big-time players, see? Yeah, pull off a killer heist. Yeah, what could we hit? Uh, how about uh, lose bait and cocaine? Oh, how about the bondage gear emporium? I, I, I got it, see? Yeah, we'll hit diamonds and pearls. The knitting place? What would that prove? We know that Capone has been trying to break into the knitting racket, see? But all them grandmas keep undercutting his tea-cozy bootlegging business, see? Yeah. We take down those old broads, they'll have to partner up with us, see? Yeah, yeah, yeah. How can we get to them? Vinny, I have the perfect idea. Yeah, see, you're going undercover. A short time later. Stop in front of that warehouse, see? Yeah, I think we lost them. Man, what a bloodbath. Who knew them dames was packing? It's almost as if they knew we were coming, see? Yeah, hey. Where, where the hell is Rocco? Yeah. I, I don't know. I, I, I tailed it out when they started spitting lead. Maybe he didn't make it, see? Yeah. Take your hat off, Vinny. We lost a good man. Yeah. Well, well, Jimmy. Heard you weren't so lucky after all today. Re- really? See? This is what Mr. Capone sounds like? All right. It's just that it all went bad, Mr. Capone. Sorry. I don't know how they would knew that we were coming. Yeah, but uh, they knew. Yeah. I mean, they were packing some serious heat in there. (laughs) Of course they knew you were coming. I told them. But what? Why? Why? Because I told them. Rocco, I thought you were dead, see? Dead. Yeah. Only one of us is going to be dead, Jimmy. But why would you betray us, Rocco? I thought you was our friend. Friends only get you so far in life, fellas. After that, you make some new ones. My new friend Rocco here was kind enough to enlighten me on your plan. But you guys, you can't even hit the toilet when you're crapping. I knew you'd find a way to mess this up. Uh, yeah, you mind, Al? Uh, They asked me. You best watch your mouth, friend. I don't feel so attached to you just yet. I believe that I will explain the diabolical plan and the genius behind it. It's just that, uh, I'm the one that thought it up, sir. Seems only fair that I should get to tell them before they die. Yeah, he's he's right, you know. I mean, if he brought it to you, he ought to have the right to tell you. Enough already. I'm the head of organized crime in this town. I can unveil the master plot. Uh, boss, can't we just off these guys? They're no good to us anyway. You know what? I don't get that much pleasure in life. One of the few things that brings me joy is recounting diabolical plots before I kill someone. Is that too much to ask? Well, no, I I suppose not, sir. It's just we're wasting a lot of time here when we could be... 
Ouch that for wasting time. Wow, he's a bleeder. So, uh, anyways, I was saying, I set you guys up because... I will not have my thunder stolen. You killed Rocco. Never cross a nefarious head of organized crime when he's trying to unveil his master plan. Well, why should we care, see? Yeah, you're just going to kill us. Yeah. It will just buy you a few more seconds to, you know, say, nya. And see? See? Yeah, that's my thing, see? Yeah. Use them as you will, yeah. as long as you listen. Yeah, see? Doesn't seem worth it, really. I mean, I have to listen to your boring story and then see the smug self-satisfaction on your face because you think you outwitted us. I mean, you might as well just kill us. Very well. I only need one person to bask in my brilliance. <laughs> Boss, you better bask faster. I think the feds is a-coming. <laughs> Damn it. Can't a person get a word in these days? I lose more good men that way. As I was saying... So basically, see, you you can't kill me until you've spilled this plan that's just eating away at you, yeah? Well, yes, I suppose. So what if I stick my fingers in my ears, see? Yeah, you can't hear me now. Or I can't hear you. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, Now, yeah, now listen here. Yeah. Nah, nah, you nah, better nah. pay attention yeah, to me. I will, nah, I will yeah, not yeah, be ignored. Please, yeah, yeah. FBI. Oh, for... Can I just finish my story? And I was just getting interesting, see? Yeah. Shut the hell up. I have someone here who's looking for you, Al. That's the ugliest looking dame I've ever seen. That's no dame, she. That's Hoover. Yeah. You got that right, buddy. Now, Al, it's time for you to come with me and get a move on. My panties are beginning to bunch. Like hell, I haven't dazzled this thug with my brilliance yet. You can dazzle the warden. Drop the gun. How did you even find me? Well, let me just tell you about how my intrepid detective work ended up foiling your schemes. I don't think so. I don't get to reveal my staggering plan. You don't get to either. Well, go ahead then. But make it fast. Mine's the long one. <laughs> That's what she said. Yeah. What the hell? Why did you shoot him? Too anachronistic. So, go on. But he's the one I was going to lord my genius over. Now you shot him. Oh, for... You dead over there? <coughs> so cold, see? Yeah. <coughs> so cold. Yeah. <coughs> yeah. Yeah. Cut the cliches and listen to him so I can finally speak. I, I see a light, see? Yeah. So bright. Yeah. You shot him again. I like a little originality in my death scenes. Well, now who's going to listen to me? I suppose I can. Get on with it. Fine. Well, you see, it all started the other day. When... Will Al Capone ever get to tell his story? Will J. Edgar Hoover top him in a blatant display of one-upmanship? Will either notice that everyone else has wandered off for coffee while they wait for this to be sorted out? Tune in next week for Gang of Three. In 1938, a groundbreaking comedy sketch was introduced to radio audiences across the nation, elevating both the routine and its performers to the upper echelon of all-time comedy greats. After many, many decades, the descendants of the comedy duo who created the routine have been inspired to do a follow-up. So, without further ado, we are proud to present Bud Abbott V and Ernie Costello in Who's on What? All right, Ernie, come on over here. we got a problem. What's that, Bud? Well, the commissioner's office just called. Our entire team is being flagged for random drug testing. 
We have to know what each player is on and have the dummy urine ready for each guy before the testers get here. Oh, this is bad, Lou. If the guys fail, they'll shut us down and I'll have to go back to turning tricks for turkey sandwiches. Don't you worry, Ernie. We'll get through. We'll get through. Now, let's go to the rundown of our problem areas. Let's start with the infield. We have who's on steroids, what's on HGH, and I don't know is on amphetamines. That's what I want to find out. I want you to tell me the names of the fellows that are being tested. I'm telling you who's on steroids, what's on HGH, and I don't know is on amphetamines. You know the fellows' names? Yes. Well, then who's on steroids? Yes. I mean the fellow's name on steroids. Who? The fellow on steroids. Who? The guy on steroids. Who is on steroids? Well, what are you asking me for? I'm not asking you. I'm telling you who is on steroids. I'm asking you who's on steroids. That's the man's name. That's whose name? Yes. When you pay off the steroid abuser every month, who gets the money? Every dollar of it. And why not? The man's entitled to it. Who is? Yes. So who gets it? Why shouldn't he? Sometimes his wife comes down and collects it. Whose wife? Yes, after all, the man earns it. Who does? Absolutely. Ugh. Well, all I'm trying to find out is what the guy's name on steroids. No, 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 no. What is on HGH? I'm not asking you who's on HGH. Who's on steroids? I don't know. Oh, he's on amphetamines. <sighs> Let's move on to the outfield. Oh, absolutely. We got a guy on ephedra? Why? I don't know. I just thought I'd ask. Well, I just thought I'd tell you. Then tell me who's on ephedra. Who's on steroids? Stay out of the infield. The guy on ephedra's name. Why? Because. Oh, he's on clenbuterol. Wait a minute. You got a guy on hormones on this team? Wouldn't this be a fine team without a guy on hormones? Tell me the guy on hormones' name. Tomorrow. Why not tell me today? I'm telling you tomorrow. What time tomorrow? What time tomorrow what? What time tomorrow are you going to tell me the guy's name on hormones? I already told you. Tomorrow. Fine. Now, I want to run interference when the testers get here. I got a guy on steroids, so I want to give him clean pee. So I give it to who? Now, that's the first thing you've said right. I don't even know what I'm talking about. Don't get excited. Take it easy. I give the clean pee to the steroids guy. Whoever it is grabs the pee and takes the test. Who hands off the pee to what? What leaves the bathroom and hands off to I don't know. I don't know if those are back to tomorrow. Everybody passes the test. Yeah, it could be. It's time for the guy on clenbuterol to test. Because. Why? I don't know. And I don't give a darn. What was that? I said I don't give a darn. Oh, he's on modafinil. All right, guys, I'm uh, sorry to do this here. I've got to go tinkle. We are we're in the middle of a show. I know. I'm about, my, bladder's, my, my, bladder's about, my bladder's about to explode, guys. Seriously. Well, I don't want to clean that up. Get out. We, okay. Just I'll be right back. All right. I think the show just got better by 33%. <laughs> you know, we are so much better now. Yeah. Well, should we go on without him? Yeah. Let, yeah well, he can catch up to us. Okay. We could talk about that. Seriously. Okay. Well, here, let me answer this. It could be my... Hello? Yes, I need to talk to the host, please. Uh, well, yeah. I mean, I'm I'm a host. I'm not the host, but sure. Uh, how can I help you? I- I'm Chad. Listen, Chad, this is Officer Davis from the police department. I hate to bug you like this, but we received word that one of your co-hosts has been accused of stealing. Do you have a tall or short guy, kind of heavy or thin, with blondish, brownish, blackish hair? Oh, well, uh, Benji's tallish, thinnish, with brownish hair. Uh, do, do you mean him? Uh, yes, I, I have him down here as Benjamin, but it's Benji, yes. B- Benji, listen, I have one of your former guests who says that Benji stole from his wallet when he was on the show. <laughs> who, Will? I mean, I wasn't even here for that one. I mean, he's the last one we had on the show. Yes, exactly, Will. Will says that he set his wallet on the table and that Benji stole the money from it. We've had him under surveillance for the last couple of months. We're pretty sure that he's telling the truth. Okay, so what do you want me to do about it? Well, I have an officer on the way. He's going to take him downtown, question him, and book him. Benji's a freaking idiot, but that doesn't sound like him. Wait, what doesn't sound like me? Shh, shh, shh. Hang on. 
No one ever wants to believe that a friend might be a thief, Chad. But we have quite a bit of evidence. But if you really think he's innocent and you want to avoid having to see your friend go to jail, I suppose you could strip search him. <laughs> strip search? No, no, I don't think so. I'm not going anywhere near all of that. Uh, all of what? I said just a sec. She's... Oh, okay, officer. I I don't think I can do that. Sorry. Well, I guess we'll just have to book him then. Too bad. We have a serial anal rapist he'll have to share the cell with. <laughs> well, that sucks. Oh well. Goodbye, officer. Wait, 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 wait a minute. Wait a minute. Uh, let let me talk to Benji. Ugh, really? Okay, I'll put him on. Benji, it's a cop. He says you stole some stuff from Will. He wants me to strip search you or something. I don't know here. What? That's ridiculous. I I haven't stolen anything since my last jail stint. Hello, who is this? This is Officer Davis. Is this Benji? Yes. Listen, I don't know what that Weasel Blanchard told you, but I didn't take anything from him. Well, there's only one way to be sure. You're just going to have to strip. (laughs) Why in the world would I strip? It's either strip for your friend or be booked overnight with a serial anal rapist. Oh, dude, that doesn't sound good. My anus is still prolapsed from the three to five I... Okay, yeah, I guess I can do that. Excellent. Hand me back to Chad. (laughs) Chad, he wants you again. Oh, God. Hello? Benji has agreed to the strip search, Chad. Is he taking his clothes off? Oh, Jesus. Yes, he's just starting to... <laughs> Holy hell, what is that thing? A bald python? Hey, hey, I'm a little self-conscious. Could you please not make a big deal of it? A big is the only kind of deal I can make of that. I mean, uh, officer, look, I, I don't see anything. I think he's clean. Well, it may appear that way, but it may be wedged up there. Have him do some jumping jacks. God, seriously? Okay, hang on. Benji, he wants you to do some jumping jacks or something. What? Fine, let's just let's just get this over with. One, two. He's doing three, them. Four. Nothing's happening. Oh. Those my car keys. I, uh, I was just keeping them safe for you. You son of a! Ah, is that my cell phone? <coughs> Mr. Fluffles, how did you even get him in there? Uh, um. Is that a statue depicting the Virgin Mary? That's wholly inappropriate. And I'm pretty sure the name doesn't apply anymore. I I can explain. Is that the Hope Diamond? It was going to be a birthday gift for you. Dr. Ruth Westheimer? You cannot be serious. Did you find the money? No, I found my car keys, my cell phone, my cat, a statue of the Virgin Mary, the Hope Diamond, and renowned sex therapist Dr. Ruth, but no money. Interesting. Well, you're going to have to do a cavity search. (laughs) I know. I'm not going to go rooting around in there. All I can say to that is, Baba Booey! Baba... Scott, is that... I got you, suckers! Give me that phone. Scott, why? Why the hell not? I I feel so humiliated. Jimmy Hoffa? The Smoking Chihuahuas are Chad Fletcher, Scott Meeker, and Benji Tunnel. This week's guests are Jason Ludlam. Follow us on Facebook and review us on iTunes or wherever podcasts are found. If you like what you hear, listen to our sister podcast, Tales of the Smoking Chihuahua. 